1: Well, El, Chris Ryder and Bodega the DJ on the ones and twos. Your source to knowledge. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. At dinner at the Round Table.
2: John <laughs> Tribu. Ah. Mm, uh, See. Sí. Lomina, lomina. Lomina, lo, mina, lo, mina. lo, mina, lo, lo mina. Si vengo de Lomina. Vengo de los trabajó de un luminero. Ja. Siempre está parado en la esquina, parado. A él no le importa lo que nadie piense, no, no le importa lo que nadie opina. No, te no. vira por lo de no coge esa no. y por su dinero. Ya se sine en la esquina, la esquina, en la esquina, la esquina. La esquina, la vaina se vende en la esquina. Tengo que buscarme dinero, búscame, sí. porque yo vengo de los Sí. Estoy sí. claro que tú eres un cuero barato, aunque a mi ja. me fascina. Yo me mantengo dándole la olla por eso salgo a la, olla, por por minero, no salgo boy, a la cocina. Ja. Uno no es de mentira, uno es de verdad, eh, mi pana. Esto es por el respeto a los mineros. John Tribu, Haze Fan, la gente de la H, dice. No son de nada, nah. El los nunca trae, tra. del material yo voy a comprar. En paz descanse Monkey blá, Yo te metido tiro como el servicio secreto Y no te hablo de men in black, black. Ese palomo no está fuerte Y si pa' él me pongo me le cuenta blá. Quiénes son ellos yo no lo conozco Yo no hago coro con guare tampoco Soy de los tiempos de prieto y está ojo Pues la nariz pana yo no me toco Es con la hierba que me pongo loco Soy el mejor de todos no me equivoco No es de mentira somos de verdad Tigueres como uno ya queda muy poco, poco. Lo mina, lo mina, lo mina Lo mina, lo mina los sí míos Y vengo de lo mina Vengo de los trabajos y los mineros ja. Siempre está parado en la esquina parao, parao. Al no no le importa lo que nadie piense, no le importa lo que nadie opina, No, no te vira por lo de él no coge esa y por su dinero te asesina, lequina, 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 la ¿Sí? vaina se vende, lequina, tengo que buscarme dinero, porque yo vengo de los mina. Sí, estoy sí. claro que tú eres un cuero barato, aunque a mí tu ja, chapa ja, me fascina, yo me mantengo dándole a la olla, por eso no salgo a la cocina. Ja, 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 ja. Supayola, lo verdadero lo minero, Luis B Flow lo minero, no. lo mina Dubai en la casa, no, no bulto mío 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 el piña. Ja, ja, ja. Vamos pa' esto, Ja uh, Ya mangamos el brain. Fumamos cus con polvo hey. hey. Lo que tú fuma tiene prey. La cadena tú son fake. Break. llegale a los códigos, los mineros, mi pana never be afraid. Oh. Me sigue tentando el 3 oh. Eso es day and Everyday. Sigo yo en esto entregado. Oh. Tengo lo mío calculado. Oh. Después que me busque la moña. Oh. No aguanta en el punto parado. Oh. Tu bolsillo al tope y si tú llega el bloque los minas te bajo los piados. Oh. No estoy en sofoque y esto yo lo hago para los que están encarcelados. Por eso les digo, oh. yeah. lo mío. Lomina, lomina, domina los lo... yo y sí vengo de lomina, vengo de los mina, bajo yo y mineros, ja. siempre está parado en la esquina, parao, parao. a él no le importa lo que nadie piense, no le importa lo que nadie opina. No, te vira por lo de él, no coge esa y por su dinero. Ya asesina, la esquina, la lequina la esquina, en la esquina, la vaina se vende en la esquina. Tengo que buscarme dinero, porque yo vengo de lo mina. Sí. Estoy claro que tú eres un güero barato, aunque a mí Ajá. tu chapa me fascina. Yo me mantengo dándole a la olla, por eso no salgo a la cocina.
3: GG, I am DJ John Tavall, Lane Chris Ryder. We all did the roundtable podcast. Your source of knowledge.
2: Tonight, we got a special
3: guest. Lane L, do the introduction, please. This is Lane
4: from Generator Music Group, The roundtable podcast. Uh, we got um, Romance, the male singer from y'all? the what's house up, what's man, up? back from New York. You know so,
3: man, Thank you for having me, yeah.
4: At the yeah, roundtable, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love the name Thank too, you For having me. Before we start, though, um, I just wanna um give a special shout out to um, Young Tribu. Um, he passed away over the weekend. He's the urban Latin trap artist from Miami, from the Higher Lear area, which I knew really, really good. He was trying to come on the show to be a guest for a while, but the schedules always conflicted, and um. You know, we showed the respect today by playing a song,
3: you guys heard at the beginning.
4: And um, he couldn't be with us physically on the show, but he was with us spiritually now through his music. And we um, just wanted to give Young Tribu a special shout out from the higher league of Miami area. You already know. My condolences. Yeah, man. <laughs> is... yeah, man. <laughs> so today's topic, the male stripper industry featuring yes. male dancer, Very romance. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Welcome, man. This is a very controversial, uh, um, different in- interview because um, it is. Yeah, very, very few times. Um, well, maybe not at all. I haven't. I, I've never witnessed a, a, an interview like with a with a stripper while they're in the industry still, right? So yeah,
1: it's you know, rare. It's really so, rare.
3: Yeah, but it's very interesting, though, man. But again, we're glad to have you on, though, man. I mean, you know, I got a lot of, uh, a few text messages after they learned about what's going to be today's topic. <laughs> so it's definitely going to be a, a lot bad. of ladies, Jay. A lot of ladies. Oh, a lot of sorry, ladies. Man. Lot of Once ladies.
1: again, I appreciate y'all for having me. It should be a good yeah, show, yeah. man.
4: Nah, don't Somebody got out. some noise going no. on in the background. Who is that? Just double check. Make sure your, door, your door's open over there, Romance. Is that They're your is open? Okay, all right, good, all right, good. But yeah, man, welcome to the show, man. Basically, uh, the male stripper industry is very um, underrated in a sense, because female strippers get all the credit, you know, Um, but there is a male stripper industry as well, so um, we're here to give light to that, so our listeners and our audience can understand that, you know, you know, the male stripper industry is just just as big as the female stripper industry, and uh, basically, who is Romance? Who is that? Like, who,
3: who is Romance? Let's start with that, yeah. Let's start with that, basically. Who that's a good romance? that's a good way to start.
1: So that's my stage <laughs> name, but I see that more than that, you know. It's like you said, it's very underappreciated. And it's basically, it's a persona, right? It's a sexual persona, so like a, like a Christian Grey, you know, the guy from 50 Shades of Grey. It's not just a stage name, you know. It's like a rapper's name. It's a persona, you know. Persona that you use to make money and promote as yourself. An as exactly a t- as, as an, entertainer, an entertainer. You have
4: to have a catchy name, man. Yes, yeah. the
3: romance is a great selection,
4: man. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I know, right? It's like, I mean, what, what, um, what made you come? Like, how did you come up with that? Like, what made you choose that name, Romance?
1: So actually. My original name was not Romance. Okay. So my original name that I was going to choose was Venom. However, um, when I was going to do my first show, the guy, the guy that I met, he's an old dancer. Um, he told me that I had more like a more exotic look than that name. So he was like, you know, why don't you choose something that goes towards like romance, romantic? So he, I went with the name Romance and I stuck with it. It caught on, and I just went with it.
3: I kept it. Okay. All right. Wow. Because that name. I mean,
4: I can see how Venom could have been like, kind of against like your whole. I mean, I know you personally, so. Venom doesn't fit you, like you know you it doesn't
1: fit
3: me, yes.
4: You're a great <laughs> person, more like chill, relax. Yeah, you do, you do, you you do got like that smooth, smooth, like, like
3: yeah, it sounds more aggressive, like just like ah, you know what I mean? Like Yeah.
5: Like <laughs> Nelson's stripper name would be Venom more than anything else. <laughs>
4: Oh, like, oh,
5: man. I'll strip
4: you and I'll slap you with my cock and my venom Stop in your man. mouth. Stop.
5: Stop. 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 There's Stop. other things that'll slap a... people,
3: but you know, let's not get into oh, that. Oh man, you got it crazy. Oh, so man, I got a question but... for you, Romance though. I mean, one thing I want to just always I always thought about this. What is like what is it like to work as a male stripper though? I mean, what's that like that 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 you know what I mean just the overall feeling and I mean how it is.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna tell you from my point of view, right? When it comes to business, I'm all about the money, right? Got gotcha. you. You know, there's a lot of distraction that comes with it because you have easy access to anything you could think of in that world. Mm. Money, drugs, women. So if you were to get into that field, you know, you got to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Got gotcha. Because you can easily get caught up in that world. Mm. And it's, you know, it's the the time sometimes can be inconvenient you know you could be a you could have a show at 7:30, and then you got to do another one really, you could have a show at 7:30, then at nine o'clock you got to be somewhere else and it could be a two-hour drive and you got to find a way you know wow. to make it happen or come up with an excuse or something like that but so it's not it's very underappreciated like you said this
3: right 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 definitely do you feel because of the culture though? Because I mean typically more, you know, because of the culture, males are the ones who are really looking out I mean looking for females opposed to females trying to get men. You know what I'm saying? Yes, With your little... Exactly, yes.
1: Because of the culture.
3: And I feel like at least
1: in this generation, mm. um, it's a little bit more open. Yeah. As opposed to before. I feel like before, you know I agree. You know, if a woman was gonna book a male dance, that would be more you know like a, like a shady thing. But now it's like, it's more common now. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: They yeah, the the kind of kid, they're weird. not as timid anymore. The ladies, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, social media and things like that play a big role in it too.
4: But let's 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 um let's take a little uh, a little step backwards, um just to give our audience and our listeners, which you know our audience and our listeners they're very smart. They know you know they know. Have information, but you know, for the for the average Joe who's just tuning in, what is a male stripper? What's the definition of what is it? What does what defines a male stripper? What is that? Okay, so a male stripper, right?
1: It can be confused, which in this case is not with <laughs> go-go dancing.
4: Go-go dancing,
1: mm. yes, because you know, and usually in gay bars, they're go-go dancers. So. A um, male stripper slash male entertainer is way more than that, and it go it ties back to being underappreciated because you know you gotta be creative, mm. you gotta come out with things that, you know that catch grab you the woman's attention. You know things that have not been done before. Creative outfits, the music has to be tight. Your show has to be tight. You know, There's so many things that tie into it, and. It's a sexual fantasy that you're giving, you know. That's a male entertainment. You're you're providing a sexual fantasy. And if you're unforgettable, if you're forgettable, you're not gonna make money, you know. You gotta be unforgettable. Make sure you know they remember you. Something, whatever you do, it has to be something that they remember you by. You know what I'm saying? So
4: Yeah. Tommy, wow. That's great that that that's a great explanation. But let's just uh. it. Can you give us an explanation of what the difference is between uh, a male go go dancer at a strip club is and what you do? I mean you kinda of okay, so say what you to, do, but uh, what's the okay. difference between the two so that people so can get a usually, Okay, so okay. I'ma I'm
1: gonna I'm try to narrow it down. So usually with go go dancers, um, they don't have a set. They usually just you know if they're booked in a club, they they usually just dance on the bar or something like that, you know. Yeah, that's what I think. but with male, yeah, male entertainers, um, you know, you have a set. It's usually if there's a lot of dancers, you can have an eight minute set. If you're not that good of a dancer, you can have a five minute set. But if you're good, you could get fifteen to twenty minutes. But you know, you have to fix up your music. You have to come out with a costume that calls attention, and it's not just you know dancing on women or anything like that. You actually have to you know, show what you have. You get what I'm saying? You have to have, I feel like you have to have some sort of, not really choreography, but some sort of moment, some sort of structure to your show. And, you know, have it aligned that it goes well. It's like you're telling a story
4: through your performance. like that like, yes. like some role-playing type thing, like role-playing. Yes. Like that, That's a perfect way to put it. It's basically what you said it like you, you got to show them what, what you got. I, already, I was like, no homo. I was like, you gotta whip it out and slap him in the face or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, shit. I mean, the shows do get crazy at times. So I know, know, know I know, I know. You know, but, but yeah,
3: yeah, that's
4: that's basically the. I mean, I next, I kind of had an idea already what the difference was, but I want our listeners and our audience to get an idea because things you know those those two things can get easily confused. Yes, uh, but what made kind of you? want to start a career in the male stripper industry like what made you start you know want to get into that was it for financial necessities yes or... it was just an
1: extra, extra stream of income that's how I saw it mm-hmm. Um, I saw it as an extra stream of income and I didn't know myself when I was getting into it you know the work that I had to put into it because it's not as easy as it sounds you know mm-hmm. there's a lot that ties into it but i that's how I started off, you know, just seeing it as an extra source of income, and thankfully, as time progressed, my popularity rise, so I started to promote myself more, take it a little bit more serious, you know, I had a lot of shows the first year that i that I started dancing, so you know that's really if you really want to make money, it is not a bad business to get into it's not you know you just have to be prepared to what you're getting for what you're getting yourself
3: into. And have a good body though too, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> honestly. Can't, you can't, can't be looking
4: it. all sloppy yes. like Larry Holmes, <laughs> man. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't care, man. I'll I'll show sure they good time, you know? Wow. I mean there are dancers
1: that can dance and their their physique is not insane, but Got you have it. to have some sort of You know, image like a sexualizing image. You get what I'm saying to
4: call that attention. It's a plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess for, I mean, for every group of girls, it's probably like a certain type of dude that they like. But the uh the stamp of a the stamp of a male stripper, um, is to give that to a woman. You know, to a group of women to look good to be like an exotic like dream of theirs you know what I mean Get yes on, you know what I mean they want to see some You're guy like guys. a god like a god oh my god he's a god he's Hercules <laughs> or a Brad Pitt yes yes <laughs> basically.
1: basically wow I, I have
3: two questions I mean first I mean how long have you been as a uh a Mill stripper and um I mean, let's answer that first question how long have you been a mill stripper I'm going on two years now in yeah. February I'll be two years dancing are you like under like an agency or you just like this a self-employed? I mean, you just you know happy with just book you directly or you do you go through like an agency or management? So I have a few agencies that find
1: me parties, but oh. I'm not tied to any agents. Oh gosh, gotcha. I Let's work see. for myself. Yes, I don't work in a set club either. Um, so usually with dancers, they do usually have agents or like you know management and things like that. But me, thankfully, oh. I have that knowledge of how to and that that discipline of how to set, you know, my schedule and know where I got to be and when, you know, and that business savviness, you know what I'm saying? So, gotcha. thankfully, I don't, I never got into that because, you know, it can be tricky for management.
3: Mm,
4: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely, I definitely
4: can. understand that. I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good that you're not tied to any, like, uh, entertainment company you, you could do your stuff independently and just give yeah. the person will get to the uh, a party or or a stripper gig give him a cut and then you know you yeah of course rest. so i mean of, i'm yeah. assuming that it's been plentiful for you especially after you became popular
1: thankfully yes um i didn't think that i would you know be as popular in a short amount of time as i got but okay. you know I, I think, you know, it's because I'm young and it was a new face. And, mm-hmm. you know, I started doing so many shows in a short amount of time with big names that it just helped me, you know, go up there and push me
4: more. You know? Also, I mean, you had the right approach because you affiliated yourself with uh, big names and then that kind of helped to get uh, mm-hmm. yes, re- recognized, right?
1: It definitely did. That's Thanks for awesome. the rest.
4: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, what, mm-hmm. I mean, what's one thing you wish you would have known before you joined the male stripper industry, before going in, what's something you wish you would have known going in? Is there anything in particular? I think it would have to be the fact that
1: how inconvenient the time is. I know I spoke about this earlier, but, you know, the time can be very inconvenient sometimes. Like I said, you know, you could be at a show at 7.30 and you could be running late from the show before that, you know, and but then two hours or an hour and a half later, you got to be somewhere else, like you got to know how to really manage it. And in the beginning, think it wasn't that much of an issue for me, but it can be an issue in the beginning because you know, doing so many things, you know, and multitasking and, and at such a fast pace, it's not
4: easy, it's you know? not easy, yeah. But every few yeah. hold that skill of multitasking.
3: Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah.
4: John, john tavar you had a question for
3: yeah, i'm saying i'm just uh i do what he was saying though it's a lot of work though. i definitely get as far as like trying to make it to certain places knowing that you're booking different parties and you got so many events happening all in one day one night yes. And i mean again it definitely takes a lot of discipline um my question now is basically you know like you said it's a good stream a stream of income so typically mm-hmm. i mean high ranges though like i mean money wise i mean you not to say in details but
0: of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: So every, usually every dancer, you know, if you're going to book them straight, they have their own set price. Gotcha. So, it can range, usually, like, for a, a male review, which is usually when it's more than four, or, there's, like, four or more dancers, you know? Gotcha. You could get a buck twenty-five, but the tips could be crazy. But at a private party, you can make yeah, two fifty on with tips on top of that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, it
1: depends the location. It depends how far you're traveling from and all that, you know? Oh, okay. All, it's, all of that pays a role in it.
3: Got gotcha. you. Wow, man
4: yeah yeah thats it, it sounds like a very I mean, because typically you know people kind of like um look at the stripper industry and like kind of downplay it like oh my god like you know any dummy any fucking dummy can do that she just dance no, shake, their booty, nah. shake their booty or show their, their shlong, whatever and it's not about that people think that it's really, it very people think that it's very simplistic but there's a lot of things that go into it, and that's what I'm glad that you come you you came on the show today to uh express you know the inside part, because you're a male stripper yourself, and actually let the public know that it takes a lot to be a stripper. It's not that hard. I mean, it's not that easy as they think it is. It is, it is, right. it is hard. hard. It's
1: yeah. You're definitely right. It's not. It and then once again, you know, I appreciate you guys for having me you know, bringing this topic up, because, you know, it's like you said, you don't really see this talked about in depth. Right. And actually, you know, clarify things that, you know, usually people wonder or have questions about, you know, and this is a good way to go about it.
4: And usually when you do see a stripper interview it's after the fact or they're not even in the industry anymore. For instance, B, she became a rapper. Then they started asking her, oh, how was your stripper life? And then she went a little bit on it. Same thing with, uh, I think, Nicki Minaj. No, was it Nicki Minaj. Eve Eve from the Rough Riders, right? She Mm -hmm. was a stripper too. And um, the questions come after. She never had the opportunity to really express herself when she was a stripper. And very few strippers have that opportunity. I mean... I mean, yeah. uh, the, we got a little bit of a glimpse of what the um, inside stripper industry is like with through the Magic Mike movie, but it's a Hollywood story, so you know it's it's kind of like it's see, watered down. Right? completely. It's watered down completely. completely.
3: completely.
4: Yes. So here we are giving it to you raw, man? Pause.
3: Wait, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? why? Why Nelson?
1: You want
5: to be Magic Mike or Magic Nelson, real
1: quick? That's what it is. Uh, Magic Nelson. Yeah, uh,
4: Magic is- No. Man, yeah. his stage name is Magic No. 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 I the can Max shake my that. belly. I can shake my belly like uh, <laughs> what's the brother. guy's name? The the Irish guy from uh, Austin Powers. The big dude was his name. get my belly, give me my belly, baby. I'll I for
3: it. you. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. for you
4: for a piece of chicken.
3: <laughs> I ain't <dead. laughs> oh, man. But speaking about um, you know, bodies, whatever. I mean, how do you maintain your body though, romance? I mean, what- it's, it's, it's not you know,
1: it's not easy. You know, it's it takes dedication because it's. It's a job of its own, you know, because you got to have the diet. You can work out all you want, but if your diet is not right, you're not going to look how you want, you know. Mm. The diet, you know, making time for the gym and for the workouts because, you know, after time, your body gets used to something. You got to add more to it and more to it. Mm. So it's definitely the time and doing it at like constantly at a constant rate because, you know, you can't work mm-hmm. out, like, let's say, three times a week for two years and expect to look or go for a certain look mm-hmm. if you're not putting the extra time in. You get what I'm saying? Got you. Got you. And, so. you know, you have to promote yourself. So, you know, it's not just dancing. You got photo shoots. You could get your modeling things and things like that. So you definitely always have to be working out always. Yeah. A yeah,
3: curfew like, times when eating, though, I want to just make sure, like, how does that, your diet, though. when you say diet, though, like... So diet.
1: is my diet on, I usually don't have any sugar. I'll have maybe, if I'm craving it, I'll have one cheat day out of the week. Oh, if man. I know I'm a drink, I will just, I'm going to be taking a lot of carbs. So, I'll, you know, yeah. eat something beforehand. And, but my diet question, is usually
4: very clean. I think the question John Tavar was trying to ask was, are there any vegan strippers out there? <laughs>
1: they actually are, oh, and it's crazy. Yes, I have tried vegan diets, and it's it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy because you know getting the protein that you need is harder because you know you're getting less of it. But at the same time the results are amazing. But it's it's not easy.
4: Yeah, it's I agree. Not. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like you said, like um, um. Believe it or not, at one point I, I was a wellness uh, instructor uh, Chris Ryder, just in case you're wondering how I used to be so sexy but um, the whole thing was um, that that's one of the things that you said earlier that caught my, my my attention when I used to work out when I was really into it I remember that you have to change your workout cycle like at least every like at least every sixty to ninety days so that your muscles don't get used to the same routine yeah, you know I mean? okay. so if you're doing um, incline and decline for 60 days, just go straight for just, uh, you know, a, a straight flat bench instead of, you know what I mean? For the next 60 days after you're done with the first routine, so you always yes. got to switch yes. it up because you don't want to get your muscle gets used to certain routines and certain workouts. And then it gets kind of like stuck on that. And then if you don't switch it up, you won't grow anymore. You'll stay the same. And you got to constantly always come up with new uh, workout methods. So I'm glad that you expanded yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it's, it's a hard task, but what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it um, in the male stripper industry? What has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? That's a good question. Yeah.
1: In the industry itself? In, the industry, a good means, in the industry was- and just, <laughs> just you as a person, yeah. bro. You could just, me as a person, um, I think the biggest in the okay, me as a person, it was shooting my shot with the goals that I had and and missing, but thankfully mm. it doesn't haunt me because you know I understood that you know there's always other things. You know, what if it wasn't meant for me? And I found other things that I found interesting, so you know it doesn't bother me like that. But if it were to be in the industry, I, you know,
4: like maybe you I farted in front most... of a girl while you was dripping or something. You no, farted in a <laughs>
1: You <laughs> an it's fucked up my gig. Nah, thankfully I have not that had an embarrassing. Never, no. <laughs> yeah, like, or maybe, you,
4: or maybe you dropped the sweat on her on her face while you was trying to like jiggle your balls in her mouth or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: not- man. Um,
4: damn.
1: <laughs> I mean, not to sound cocky or anything, but. I really can't think of an embarrassing moment. Uh,
4: Just the word cocky fits right in with today's subject because we're talking about strippers, male strippers for that matter. But um, yeah, I mean, you you Mm -hmm. don't recall anything when you were (laughs) starting that could have possibly been a failure, but you turned it into a positive thing you learned from it. That I learned from it?
1: Oh, I can say maybe my my first show, um, it was like, kind of like, I was just thrown out there. I didn't really have an idea of what I was getting into. <laughs> so my yes, entrance. You're naked. You're <laughs> like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you had that <laughs> DNA headlights look like. Yeah, I'm crying. You know? It was yeah, like, like okay. that. So usually, <laughs> A I head headlights. have an entrance, right? Yeah. And my entrance was horrible. I was clueless because I didn't really know what I was doing. But then I got, I got into it and things like that, you know. It's, it's thing, like little things like that, I would say, my entrance, um, my creativity and things like that, that all came and started falling into place the more that I did shows.
4: Mm. So basically you learned that the biggest failure was not being prepared. And then you learned that not being prepared can be an issue in your industry. So the next time you came, you had the problem. I was fully
3: prepared. Yep. Fully prepared. You still out there. Okay. A learning experience, all well, it is. I mean, yeah, yeah course, experience. experience.
4: I mean, you got your feet wet that day, you know, you just thrown out there like a wild animal, butt naked, and you didn't know what to do. <laughs> and you from me, That's
3: all. Of the wish, the romance, do you get nervous though before you go on a show? Before you go display yourself?
1: No, um, the first few shows I did, but not a, like crazy nervous. Okay. Um, but the thing is, you feed off the energy of the crowd, so. Right. You don't really think about it. You didn't have time to be nervous. I would say, gotcha. but now it's just like, like, I'm used to it already. So I already know what I'm getting into. I already know, most, like, you never know how a show is gonna go, but you have an idea of what to expect for the most part.
4: Okay.
1: What's the craziest,
4: craziest? I'm talking about off the wall shit. Oh, put on it that a female that you were stripping for, or at a party that you was working at. What was the craziest thing that ever happened to you on the job? Oh man. Yeah, a lot of stories. I know, I'm I know. Pretty sure you have a lot of stories, but just share me. This <laughs> is the juicy part. You know, we we asked all the former questions first, but we're gonna get to the nitty-gritty, man. Okay, this is the part okay. that's
1: entertaining right now. That was a good question. So there was this I think this would be my my
4: because oh, I don't want to. Just to, to let you know, real. don't hold back because we are an explicit
1: X-rated okay. podcast. Don't worry about it. All right, cool, cool. So I was doing this show um with a female dancer. She was downstairs, and I was upstairs. But there was, like, 15 guys, but there was two girls, right? Oh, shit. There was two girls. So I was upstairs with the two girls. And to make it more fun, because, you know, if it's just two girls and I'm dancing for them, it, it you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's whack, you know? So, what I did was, while I would dance on one, I would blindfold the other.
3: Oh. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so, they wouldn't know what I was doing to which. And then, you know, they could talk about it when I'm done dancing. Okay. Okay. So, the one that was getting married, I was dancing on her and she was a little drunk. Hmm. So, I was already, you know, I had my shit out. I was already naked. And... I didn't hear yet because they warned us after. So I'm dancing and she starts tugging on me. She was teabagging you. No, she starts tugging my shit and she starts to she starts to blow me. Shit. (laughs) Wait.
4: I feel sorry. Someone's coming
1: upstairs and knocking. But we didn't hear because of the music. Thankfully, you know, the one that was sitting down, you know, goes, the door is knocking, like somebody's knocking at the door. And her parents came home. What the
4: fuck is going on Yes. Here?
1: They, I don't know if the girl downstairs, you know, got caught. I had to hide in the closet for about 30 minutes. I just wow. got sucked off and I'm just hiding butt naked in the car. <laughs> so it was like, crazy stuff and right her man was downstairs.
4: So it was oh like, my wow. God. That's,
5: wow. it
4: that's crazy. I think that's the craziest thing that, that happened. Wow. Yeah. So this dude is about to get married with this chick. She's there <laughs> She's sucking you. She's doing wild shit. Jiggling yeah, your it's... balls, teabagging you. And her fucking parents come in. You fucking harsh. I knew mean, you
3: should have never it's... got married. She's such a great guy for you. Uh... Meanwhile, he's butt naked wow. in the closet. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs>
1: insane right I here. didn't get caught. I'm not sure. I don't think that the the female dancer got caught. Got caught I like just, they would have, 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 have got caught. She could have, yes. Listen. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, know the excuse uh, they, get, they gave, but... That's
3: a crazy story, man. <laughs> so,
4: there's a lot of crazy <laughs> stories that go down with Bryce to be that they do, like, their last call yeah. by mm-hmm. grabbing a male stripper and, like, even doing mm-hmm. sexual... Uh, intercourse with them. I've heard of those stories, too. Have you ever had one of those where a girl wants to fornicate with you?
1: you, you yeah, you could. You definitely <laughs> come across that at a show. You definitely do. Um, but me, I try not to sleep with my clients because, especially if they have money, because that's reoccurring. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, word of mouth. They could tell somebody for a birthday party, oh, do a book blah, blah, blah. You know, so I try not to sleep with
4: my clients. Is that a liability you think if if you was to do that like I, I, you see it as a liability or you see it as an extra side business like a gigolo type shit like you're a male stripper but you also you're a gigolo male gigolo
1: it can it can be a side business because you know there are a lot of dancers that do it yeah but most times you're not gonna find a good looking woman that wants to pay you for sex you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Know, especially, be- if she's bad. She's not gonna
4: want to pay be- you.
1: <laughs> you pay she can no get her whatever she wants, that's why. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna, be- for it
3: for. it's gonna be like
4: a uh, fat Karen or some shit. Fat Karen.
3: Yeah. So it's like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, dudes, that got a lot of money and they don't need to pay, but they they still pay. You know, they saying? still pay.
4: Yeah, I have mean, paid for whores before.
3: What? <laughs> I mean, it's
1: a one service, you know. i mean i'll be honest oh i said
4: like i don't i don't need it but i've been in situations where we're traveling overseas and it's just me and my boys and we just want to whore it out and we just order a whole bunch of whores and give them cocaine and we fuck the shit. just god man
3: that's what is going
4: on stiff cocaine and they drink and they fuck yo man i I mean that's nine times out of
3: ten yes yeah, so like, if you ever right. encountered like a stalker like someone that i mean just infatuated with you and just you know what i mean it was kind of fearful for her because i mean she just like stalking you where you feel like mean, you had i haven't had a stalker like a crazy stalker no i've had like
1: people that I have blocked and they'll make a bunch of fake accounts and keep trying to follow me and uh. you know things like that but like I never reveal where I live personally or anything like that. So I haven't had that situation, thankfully. Yeah, well,
4: thank God. Hopefully you don't have it because a lot of crazy bitches out there. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've heard crazy stories with other dancers, you know, with oh, that man. situation
1: with stalkers, so definitely. What's, wow. that,
4: what's the craziest story, obviously, without you mentioning any names, because you don't want to incriminate anybody or, or snitch on your fellow male strippers. What's the craziest story that you've heard from a coworker, from a, a fellow male stripper.
1: Hmm.
4: You can think of from the top of your head.
1: Okay, so I was once told that there was this dancer, right? And while he was performing, yo, I don't know if he. I think it was that. I don't know the full story because I wasn't there. This happened years ago but i he started sucking himself on stage what the fuck? <laughs> yo when i was told this i didn't believe it but
4: how the hell? he started
1: sucking himself on stage and all the oh
4: my god, all the
1: girls left like the show ended right there like everything <laughs>
4: first
5: of all how like that's that's really that's like that's
1: <laughs> that's some next level shit Man, that's a kneecap so right there
5: shit. that's
4: yeah, what that's, that is that's a kneecap oh my god so this, this guy he like like, a kneecap. oh he must have been double jointed, where he like like he flexed himself in and then he like been. oh my god that's god, fucking god. insane I, I, I,
1: that's
4: next level that. when
1: I I did not believe it when I heard it but it happened
4: damn that's crazy so the crowd the crowd goes wild and they leave
1: like now nah, so, and nobody now expected him that. to do it like you know, his, he's been his regular show, and it's funny because he was talking about it before. That's what he told me. That he was like, Yo, I'm gonna do something crazy today. Nobody ever did this, and everybody's like, Yo, he's about to do And he just starts sucking himself
2: <laughs> on stage. That's
1: that's sick, <laughs> but you know,
4: well, it was a plan gone wrong because I, I wonder if that that ever like tarnished his um, his like his image or his career.
1: It probably like, did. it probably did,
4: yeah, probably did, right? He's probably like but a struggling male stripper now. He turned to drugs and alcohol. Like, he's a, like he's sad and shit and depressed that he can't I make. I should have
5: never did myself. I
4: should have never my did myself. I should have <laughs> never <laughs> sucked my own cock. I should have never sucked my own
5: cock. He's fucking doing
4: dope and fucking doing crack on the bridge and shit.
5: I could have I I probably, it. like, seen the ladies
1: look at him like... Like, that's... Like, like that's yeah, kind maybe, of such. Maybe,
5: like,
4: maybe if he had a gay audience, like a homosexual audience, maybe that would have worked. More
1: yes.
4: <laughs> No, because, you know, they probably would have embraced it because they like sucking cocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like he just, it, it's just that he just did it out of nowhere. Nobody was prepared yeah. for that, especially yeah. the ladies. You know, that was, I mean, it was just mean, literally out of nowhere.
4: Being real, though, a, a homosexual crowd would have probably felt it because they like doing oral sex with each other. So that's what I meant. I didn't mean to be like, I don't want our okay. gay audience or listeners to come attack me. Try to take me off the air because of that. What I meant was, if that's your guy's oral preference, it would have been easier for him to do it in front of a gay crowd. He probably would have made money, too.
0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: He's on his own <laughs> Um, Romance, real quick. Do you yes. guys, I mean, question from um, one of our audience that I just got a text. Do you guys okay. do any enhancement to keep you, you know, well there you have to stay hard while you're
1: performing. It's called beefing up, so there's a a technique called, you oh, do.
4: there's a term it's called beefing up
1: yeah, it's a technique that you do, right <laughs> But you know it's not per se too safe. you know you can't do it past a certain amount of time because you know you you'll hurt your dick so you know there are dancers that you know take like their papa pill to stay hard, you know, or to help them because especially if you have so many shows that night, you know, to do that technique and then also, you know, do it five times in one night, that shit hurts, you know? It's not easy, so most dancers, yes, and pumps. Pumps are more common, yeah. Isn't that something like
5: what porno stars do and shit like that too? They do something similar to that? Because they got to stay hard for like
1: sometimes, 10, For, 12 hours. Yeah. They probably do pop pills as well, you know, because it's not, you know, you have to perform, you have to. I heard
4: um, I heard of, uh, I've heard that the pump is one of the main things that we use and also, um, like, like, you rubber band your balls so that the circulation doesn't stop going on, like, it's, it stops right there, so once you're hard, you rubber band your balls, and then the second, all the blood goes up to your the tip of your cock, and then you stay like that the rest of the time. So that, that, that's basically that the technique. Yeah, so not to
1: Using a rubber band for... is tricky, yeah. though. Yeah, it's basically you're, you yeah. get the erection and yeah. tie it so you can stop it and you just stay hard. But you can't stay like that too long. Oh, but you the, the tricky thing is you got to use a fabric because a rubber band is not recommended because, you know, that could cut through your skin or it'll be too tight to take off. Oh, I it's going to hurt when you take it off. Yeah, so... It's usually like a fabric that's soft but thick, and it, it it has a stop to it because if not, you know, you could cut yourself. There have been instances where dancers start bleeding, shit like that, you know, or they cut themselves, and you know. So, uh,
4: well, there you go. The, satisfactory to the to the listener, John Toward. Is that satisfactory?
3: Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Um, I have a question for yeah. romance though. So, mm-hmm. Have you ever encountered to a hot chick though? Like she's just like to find like a
1: woman to <laughs> really catch my eye to show it's rare, but it is. You do come across it when you least expect it too. When you least expect it. Got you.
4: Does that make you last hard? Uh, does that make you stay harder longer while you're doing the show? If you see a girl you like on in the show, you're like, "Damn, that bitch is fly!" And your dick stays, hard, it stays harder for the rest of the show. Yeah, because you're aroused, you know. Especially if
1: she's enjoying your show, then you're definitely good to go.
4: You're like, "Damn, man, I'm gonna see her later. I'm gonna see her after the show. I'm gonna fuck the brains out of her." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, oh man, what are um, what is one common myth? about your profession or field that you want to debunk right now? Like, debunk. Like, something that you've heard that people... is a common myth, myth, and you want to just debunk it and tell people, yo, that's not how it is. This is how it is. This is the real deal. Um, So I would say that usually people
1: assume that all male... Like, male dancers dance for both, you know, women and men. It's okay. usually not like that. Male... Exotic dancers or male entertainers. So, like I said, they use you. It's hard to find, or it's more rare to find, like a a male dancer that would dance for men, or that would dance at a gay club or something like that. Oh, really? Okay. Especially for the the fact that um, it can damage their popularity in a way.
4: Oh, really? To do it like for a whole, so, yeah. Movie? To do it for the so, for the gay community. Yeah. Oh really?
1: Well. So that's something that is pretty controversial. But yeah, it's usually assumed that you know a male dancer, you know, or prostitution. There's actually a lot of dancers that don't prostitute themselves. That is assumed oh, too that a male dancer automatically prostitutes himself. It's,
4: yeah, it's not that's one piece. of the myths. That's one of the myths that I wanted to clarify, um, and cause, uh, a lot of people, um, the common folk, thinks that just because you're a stripper or uh, a dancer, entertainer, whatever you want to call it, um, that automatically you're prostitute. To, you know, you're being, you're selling your body away for extra income. And most, yeah. you know, most of the time, that's not really the, the case. Most of the time, it's just for financial reasons. Um, you're going, you're putting yourself through college. You're trying to get into a, a different profession, and you just got to pay your way in. And you need an extra source of income to just help. Were you. Or you're even you funding know, something enemies. else, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's wow. one of the common myths that I wanted to debunk. So, our listeners and our audience out there, not every stripper is a prostitute or a male whore. That's
3: <laughs> yeah, but that's up He right that. was able to clarify that because again, though, that is a myth that many people believe. But you know, I mean you don't you don't know because you're not in you know you're not in the industry to really know. Yep. Yeah. Like this about-
4: long time. Um, I set up this uh, bachelor party for a friend of mine. We we got two strippers. And the girls, you know, they look real nice. They were good. But then all the guys that were there automatically assumed that they can holler, like talk, speak to them on the side and try to solicitate some sexual favors after the, she finished dancing. And she got real pissed. And I had I ended up having to pay like a, you know, like a, a disgruntled fee to the pimp because, or not to the pimp, but to her manager, because she didn't have a pimp. Because she had a pimp, she would have been a prostitute. But I mean, her manager, oh, see, so even me, I just discredited her right now. Her manager <laughs> was like, hey, listen, man, that was on-call fall. She felt, like, discriminated. They were trying to, like, solicitate sexual favors after she danced. That's not what she does. She's, she's really an entertainer, not a prostitute. And she, you know, yeah, she... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there can be people that get offended by that, yeah. Cool. Yeah. She was actually putting herself through med school. That's the reason why she was doing Mm -hmm. it. I've met strippers like that that
5: done that. Yeah, yeah.
4: So I mean you gotta get in in where you can. If you have a special skill set, um, you know, and you know how to dance, you wanna entertain people, you like to do that? just to get to a different objective, you fuck it, go ahead. By all means necessary.
5: Exactly. And that's the thing that's, like, the most annoying thing is, like, if somebody chooses to do that, that's they they like. You know, they want to choose to do that. Well, who are you to judge? You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you to judge? Not everybody's perfect. You ain't, you know, on a silver horse or a white horse or whatever. You're not a saint. A so silver horse. You to, yeah, so for you to judge somebody else based on what they want to do with their life, that's, to me, that's just wrong. And strippers shouldn't be held to that, you know, Standard of all just because you dance, you do this for money, that you're automatically bad or something like that. Yeah, you know?
4: I was dating this girl once, she was a, a registered nurse, and then maybe it was like six months, like six months into our dating relationship, whatever. And a friend of mine recognized her, like, Hey, I know that girl, the one that you're dating. I was like, Yeah, what's up? She used to work in this place, she was a stripper, and I was like, Okay, what's the problem? Either you're you don't feel bad about it? they like, no, I mean, she's a, she's a nurse girl. now. She could have been working to pay for that. <laughs> you know, she's exactly a registered now. nurse now. And you know, I, I didn't, I never judged her, but like uh, for, a, a lot of people do that, man. They judge people because of that.
3: Right, right. I mean, it's the perfect segue right now. Have you ever felt you've been judged, like even with your relatives of romance, where even like, they, so do, actually do your relatives even know what you do? Like your, your yes. family?
1: Yes, they do. And there have been cases where actually I have been, you know, thankfully from not my real close relatives, you know, thankfully they support what I do. Some even promote me, you know. And that's that's a cool because, you know, it's not – that's rare to find, especially, you know, having a support system, you know, especially within your family with this, you know, kind of work, line of work. But there have been times, yeah, but, you know, thankfully, you know, I'm a very – I have a strong mental, so I wouldn't let it get to me or anything like that. Yeah, I well, mean, the key
5: to have that strong mental,
4: especially in that business. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely have to have a strong mental in this business. No, definitely, and that's one of the things that you know um, it can either make you or break you if your family supports you or not, or your family, your yeah. peers, and your friends. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. You know, so. Um, not, letting, not letting outside influences bother you is the key to your success and anything that you try to do you know a lot of people <laughs> most of, the most, of the, uh, the most successful people in the world have been told no you can't do this or that's the wrong way to do it or you're never going to make it or they've been shunned right and then boom next thing you know it works out for them because they don't let the ridicule influence their, the, their determination you know what I mean so only, the only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. That's the fact. Um, <clears throat> who are three people who are very influential to you um, in just in life in general that has nothing to do with your, um, your stripper industry? This is just so we could give a different perspective to our audience and our listeners about you, so they don't only think that you're just like this, you know, just like a uh, jock male stripper that just knows about stripping. You probably have like, you not know, like a very um, prominent person in society that you look up to. You know, you're right. The three, so, so three, top three. Top three
1: would definitely be, you know, one would have to be my mom.
4: Yay! Shout out to your mama! Have, Shout to out, out to your mama! Brother.
1: You know, it definitely would have to be that. Two, it would have to be a close high school friend of mine because he supported me. Do whatever I wanted to do, you know he he stuck through it, and the third would actually be a dancer that I met, and me and him you know we we bonded and we created a good friendship, and he supported everything I had to do. He actually genuinely helped me out with a lot too, so you know I'd say a lot of my I could give credit to him with a lot of my success as well
4: listen, man, I mean. I'm kind of shell-shocked right now that you told me that, because typically um, someone else would have uh, spoke about a celebrity or somebody who's popular in the public figure, but you automatically resulted to say that the most influential people in your life has been your mother, a high school friend, and a a cold male stripper
0: that actually works
4: with you. So that's great that you have those, um, those principles in you. You didn't automatically result to like a favorite actor or a favorite rapper. Or a favorite politician? You said my mama, my friend from high school, and my cold male stripper. You know what I mean? That's great. Uh, so I was surprised that you even said that. I, I was in doubt of your kid, but I was surprised. I'll tell you.
3: On you. No, but it's always people that's always close to you, though, that you really truly admire more because you you have more of a intimate relationship as far as like you know personal relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know. Of course. them. So yeah, I definitely get. Especially it. you know if they
1: support you and you know. They they see you at your worst. Yeah. And it's yeah, just a lot yeah. better, you know, when they support you through that. You get what I'm saying? So right, right, that's always yeah. good.
4: Quick question. Has your mother ever been to one of your shows?
1: <laughs> she I has, know person, but she never watches me dance. I know your mother personally.
4: Huh?
1: Yes, she has, but she, she never has. watches she me does. dance. Okay. Oh, but she'll, like, that was,
4: she'll turn her face. For... Oh, my God. that's my God. Oh
1: my God. Yeah, she has, but she she never watches. She usually me, just looks man. away or yeah, yeah. Or she'll be she having like, a serious
4: shows. she'll be having a serious conversation with one of the attendees. Like, yes, yes, my son, you know, I'm not looking over there, but I know he's doing this thing. Well, how are the Yankees doing there? And then she you're like dancing to the side. <laughs> <and> she...
1: <laughs> oh man, now she you know she even would sell my tickets and things like that obviously not now because you know the pandemic and stuff like that but she would even sell my tickets for me and things like that and promote it, so thankfully.
4: No, no. Gotcha. yeah so that's wow. great I mean that your mom does that man because that she supports you a thousand percent and you know. that's great she even sells tickets for you she's been to your shows and she probably probably got you a few gigs too yeah yeah right that's awesome. that's awesome. That's, that's fucking great, bro. I wish my mama would have supported my dreams. <laughs>
1: um,
5: I don't know if you guys heard me, but uh, speaking of which, how's it been for you during this time,
1: you know, with the pandemic and everything? Actually, you know, I feel like you know, not to sound selfish or anything, because, you know, there is a lot of things going on in the world right now. And I can say that for me personally, you know, it's like I needed that mental break, you know. I was able to focus on other things that I wanted to do, you know. Create new ideas, work on new projects and things like that. So I feel like the time, you know, was was put to good use, you know.
4: All right, have and, you had any, like... No, continue, I'm sorry. I thought you were um, done, I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's
1: just that, really. It's just, you know,
5: it's... Yeah, because, you know, that was a, such a social, you know, setting that I know that was you know, you know, bartenders, strippers, comedians, yeah, that was
1: something right. that was, you know,
5: they, it hit their pockets hard, so.
1: Yeah, if especially, you know, because it's never too good to have, obviously, one stream of income or one focus. So, if you know, those who were just focused on that were affected, I feel like, really bad. But, you know, if you had other streams of income or, you know, other things to work on, then I feel like, you know, you just wait until things get back on board with that, you know?
4: Quick question. Have you been, like, um, have people, like, secretly try to hire you doing COVID-19? Like, hey, don't worry about it. I just want you to come over here and get naked, and we'll put a mask on, and we won't yeah, touch you. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll throw a hand sanitizer in your body. And yeah, if yeah, he did, he ain't sure.
1: going to answer that question. No,
4: He's snitching on right now. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. I mean, I don't mind
4: saying I've done... Um, You've after done COVID-19 made- shows.
1: After me, I started taking parties again. It's, okay, great. Right. I did a few private parties, but that's all—no club shows or nothing like that. So, what what guidelines?
4: What safety guidelines have you followed? Is there like a standard male stripper safety guideline, or you build your own during COVID nineteen? I mean, usually the guideline would be, you know, the
1: age. If it's the agency, you know, they make sure that the girls are good, you know. You know, I get there, you know, make sure I wash my hands, you know, hand sanitizer. I arrive with my mask on, you know, taking, you know, it's the, you know, the right safety precautions.
4: That's great. But thankfully,
1: you know, I haven't ran into an
4: issue, you know, where
1: any of them were affected by it or anything like that.
4: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I... Most people would assume that the that the stripper industry the stripper industry was kind of dead, but it's actually not hasn't been that dead. You got actually a free gigs during court uh, doing uh, COVID nineteen.
1: Yeah, it just I'd say a little bit more slow, but it's just more low key now. At least for now.
4: Yeah,
5: I mean that's what you got Zoom for. You know, you can do you can do
4: private uh, Zoom shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. There you go, you man. Know? Set up an OnlyFans and walk
3: away, you'll give the ladies
4: too, yeah. Watch our show, a show there.
3: (laughs) Nah man, it is great we have on this topic though, because honestly, this the stripping industry is a legal industry. And I mean it's legal, you know, something that's officially legal. However, though, it definitely gets a lot of bad rep because of how we perceive, you know, a certain you know industry and it's like you know, not looked upon as being positive. So, I mean, romance, I mean, you dealt with that, you know what I mean, every time. But how will you counter that? How will you, you know, argue against that, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as like, you know, being a male someone who may, you know, challenge you. Like, why are you doing that?
1: You know, it's like I said, I have a strong mental, but, you know, I feel like people are usually assume. you know, the assumptions are usually, you know, how the human mind works, you know, people assume to things they don't know or, or are afraid of what they don't know. Gotcha. So, I usually just, you know, just try to educate people to the best of my ability, really. You know, mm-hmm. I actually try to inform them and, you know, try to get them to understand, you know, that it's not, it's not a bad thing, you know, any I feel like, honestly, you know, you could put your mind to anything, you know, you, if you put your mind to anything, you can do it and it's, it's a field
3: that if you put your mind to it, anybody can Got you. I feel it. Like that's, that's a great response, though. You're right about that. Put your mind to it, right? You're right about that. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's also because of the way we're brought up and how we perceive certain things in life that we just automatically mm-hmm. judge it. I can just say right now we're having no knowledge of it, but we just assume and we just make a, a quick judgment about it.
4: So that's course, very so true. Cool. Very true, yeah. Absolutely. And that's the reason why we... Uh, on this podcast, source to knowledge, then at the we try to give light to different aspects of life. Right to different.
2: Careers.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Uh huh. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Careers, different independent movements, so that people, rather than judge, can get informed properly and make a better judgment. Or, uh, or assess assess the situation a little bit better. It is right what John Tavar was saying that people are quick to judge without even knowing the in and out of the situation. They just automatically assume it. something. And living it. living through. It's about this. It's about that. But then they don't even know what the actual um, source of the information is about. Right? They just make a judgment just to make it. Walk cool. a mile
5: in my shoes and make your own
4: judgments after you walk a mile. Yeah, yeah. Come, come out. you should be like, come on in the crowd and let a girl tea bag you. See how you feel. Oh, about it's time. easy. I can do it. You get up there and you're frozen, like in front of twenty
1: people. Oh
5: man, I can imagine now coming out to you know, or be like to be magic now, and he's like he got that same face.
4: Or be like. Or be like that fucking stripper that sucked his own penis. Like, how about you come out <laughs> on stage and suck your own cock? How about you like them apples, fucker?
1: <laughs> yo, no, that,
5: <laughs> yo, that's that. That, Yo, that's how you know you went overboard right there. Because <laughs> you can't even control himself.
4: <laughs> yo, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Like, yo, yo, you should come out on stage and suck your own penis like I did. How about oh, them apples, motherfucker? Yo, that's it. It's crazy, <laughs> brother. Uh, it's fucking. Uh, so it's Harley? hard to picture it, but just to picture I it's so like, fucking really, bro, really? that's what we do right now. That's how we of living
5: in these stripper streets
4: right now. Thanks. Oh my god, it's insane. But listen, man, romance. We definitely appreciate you coming on the on the podcast uh, to exciting. give you know information to the public about what the industry is really about. Um, and debunking the myths and actually giving your uh, a real perspective from somebody who's in the industry, such as yourself, as to how things go down. Because, like John Tavar said, and Chris Ryder, and all of us agree that people have a misconception of the industry. And you know, I'm glad you clarified all those things here. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely, yeah. you
5: definitely did that for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, sure. I was I was a little bit you know apprehensive. I was like stripper. Yeah. On the show, but you know, you coming on the show has definitely been a big uh, enlightenment. To you know, and it's been pretty good.
4: Listen, romance, you're lucky that he kind of like um, got used to you be on the show because he's a butcher by trade. I thought he was, I was waiting the show for it. He, was it to it. You he waited
5: to you. so long to, to say something. Wait. <laughs> he was I've,
4: the was. I've been throwing romance.
5: I've been throwing shots yeah. at him the whole podcast. And it took him this long to fire back.
4: Like Listen, man, I was, all podcasts.
5: I was, you know, I was popping pop shots all day long.
4: I was trying yeah. to give you some I was trying to give you some uh, a chance to shine. You know? nah, you're
5: not, you're
4: not. I do it every yeah. weekend. I mean every week I do it. Yeah,
5: but it's is that yeah, you know, cause you because know, I do, I cut animals, I, you know, break them down from, you know, the, the gargantuans to what you eat in a store,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he, he finds yeah, it yeah. very
5: amusing to make fun of me <laughs> and be But yeah, he, what I always say on this podcast in response is that, you know, he, he got to be careful because I know all the weak points.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure, bro. True. I was afraid yeah. that perhaps he was going like, to uh, like check your IP address and find you after the podcast and slice your throat. <laughs> why
5: would you say that (laughs) you're the only one you're the only one that's the target he's he's here doing his thing
4: you know he's he's, he's, he's showing his
5: hustle I respect the man for his hustle you know what I'm saying you're the only target I have in
4: my mind bro you know you you guys have something in common that both show y'all meat a lot wow bro (laughs) he's a butcher he shows me. he cuts it you show me, and you (laughs) get a jerk that's it, bro. It's the same oh thing, right, Jay? Oh, Don't man. Think about it though, Dantavon. <laughs> <Don't to vote. laughs> yes or no? They both do meats. Well, they show meats. Let's get thought right now, man. I have a shirt
5: called Meats. It's like a mesh shirt that says Meats on it. Like, yeah, I, you know right what? Up. You
4: should you should uh you should forward the link over to um romance so you could wear it in uh his next show <laughs> Meats. Was, everybody, everybody it's thought it was promotion. like
5: a meat shirt, but it says Meats on it. It was like an old, uh, but, no, old shirt from like yeah, a shop I used to work in Brooklyn. So you,
4: you see, romance. So you know, he he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't with it. But you guys met, have a common ground. you both sell meat, so there you go. But um,
5: you know, you know what's the crazy thing, romance? So you see, so you see how you have the misconceptions about stripping all that stuff. I get this question okay. asked all the time, especially like when I you know cut the whole animals down into They're mm-hmm. like. How do you like do that shit? It's like, well, it's better, you
3: know? Magic, man delay right
4: now. Chris. <laughs> he looks like a retard with his hand like this. Like. <laughs> I know you can't nah. come with your hand like
5: that. I couldn't actually hear what, what what shots you were throwing at me. So.
4: You say dying dying, You're dying, dying Oh my god, what the hell? What Yo, happened, man. bro?
5: I I can't. I don't I mean, know what happened. Like this like. It's a misconception. No, about it like so like, yeah, I know. My I have my instance like, yeah, like. You, ro- you
4: definitely look like you roll the cheese bus with a helmet on, bro. <laughs> oh man,
5: oh, I gotta man. see. I gotta see the, the video. That's see, what see that you later, man.
4: So listen cuz um, And
5: been cutting in and out. So
4: this podcast um, has been brought to you by um, the male strippers incorporated and the meat cutters um, but um But yeah, on this show we so, have. Um, uh,
5: so romance, um, why don't you why not you uh instruct our uh, boy Nelly Nell, what he can do to become the very first plus size male stripper? <laughs>
4: <laughs> they, are, they already know. Look at get it twisted, brothers. We already got an industry, you heard? But yeah, it's called the
5: plus, no, no, sorry, not, not nah. plus size, plus plus. No,
4: romance is already an industry, it's called the fluffy poppies.com. Yeah, check me out, I'm, I'm on there. Fluffy poppies. <laughs> that's, that's, pop- that's, that's the name of his OnlyFans,
5: pop- it's called <laughs> fluffy poppy.com. <Nah. laughs> Fluffy Poppy, man, that's crazy. This is the name Fluffy Poppy. That's it. it's over That is his the name now. That's gonna be hey. my stage, now, you, Fluffy Poppy.
4: One of my boys. AKA Fluffington. Of- that's a Yo, shout out to Poppy. my boy Alex. Hold oh, so, on, real quick. Shout out to my boy Alex because we have a WhatsApp chat, right, with a few friends of mine. And that's his name on WhatsApp. It says Fluffy Poppy. So I got that from him. It says Al Fluffy Poppy. But I'm okay. the Fluffy Poppy. He's the yeah, L Fluffy. Okay, got it. But uh, yeah, man, so on on the podcast, um, uh, Romance, um, we have a final thought about uh, just recapping the topic at hand that we spoke about and just to give like a final quick um, outro to the listeners and viewers about today's topic and how you feel about everything we spoke about today. So we're going to leave you for last since you're the guest and we're going to hit it off with John Tavarsen's. We usually start off with Chris Ryder, but we're going to give him the benefit of that. To think about me.
1: Uh, once again, you know, I appreciate you guys for having me. You know, I, I enjoy taking the time to educate a lot of people on the topic, clarifying any questions or misconceptions as we talked about, you know, and it was good to, you know, do something new that hasn't really been done like that, you know. Somebody's still in the industry, especially, you know, me coming up now, you know, <clears throat> being young in the industry, you know, it was... It was good use, you know, of the platform. And I appreciate you guys for having me once again. Great,
4: appreciate that's
1: you.
4: great. Great. Listen, I was a little bit confused because I was going to let John Tavar go first and you went first, but it's fine.
3: Oh, but I didn't let
4: you go last because he was a guest, but that was great. It's a great final thought. <laughs> no, but I was like, what's going on here?
3: I'm like, what <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> again, we appreciate you being on our platform and actually having this conversation and talk about this topic. Because again, though, You know, something that's not really talked about. And I'm glad that we actually had this opportunity to actually do this. So, I mean, again, we appreciate you as well. Um, My final thought is pretty much like this. I mean, you know, as long as you're not hurting hurting yourself, you're not hurting the environment, I don't care less what you do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't have no judgment. I don't fall into a trap as far as culture, as far as, like, what should I look at being positive? What should I look at being negative? What's degrading? What's not degrading? um and i don't see any wrongdoing of what you do and it's a thing that i'm definitely glad that we actually have this certain topic and, and bring it to this platform you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying Uh then at the roundtable podcast because it is your source of knowledge and hopefully all listeners our viewers were able to gain more insight about this industry of being a male stripper so that's my final cool. thought Just writer um you know, to each his own man. Hustle hustle
5: hard. Hustle your own way, man. You know, I'm. that's your life, you live it, whatever you choose to do with it, you know, that's on you. Like John Tavar said, I completely agree. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, do whatever you want to do, man. You know, I feel like our society we, we like to judge, we like to 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 say what's, you know, the right path and you have to walk that path. And you know, we're America. We're supposed to be a place where we accept everything and everyone whatever you want to do um i commend you my brother for coming on the podcast and uh you know just being real about your industry man and you know i just want to say continue hustling man continue doing your thing and uh yeah like i said man to each his own thank you man i appreciate it it.
4: yeah man so romance man definitely appreciate you coming on the show i was glad to actually um speak on this subject because like john Tavron chris frider said and as you, you yourself know, um, something that's not spoken about, a lot of people have the, a misconception about the industry. And I'm glad that you came on the show and you clarify a few things. And so that people could look at the male stripper industry as a real industry in a real course. Um, career, if you want to make it a career, even though it's a short career, because you can't be a six year old stripper with saggy balls, but you know what I mean. But uh, basically, um, I'm glad that you came on the show. Um, it's all about being, it's all about survival. <laughs> and survival of the fittest. And um, if you find something that you love to do, and you can make money off of it to help her, help you advance in another field in your life, then go ahead. More power to you. As long as you're not hurting, hurting the environment or hurting other people, hurting yourself, or slapping bitches with cocks in their face, that's great. <laughs> I love it. You know, but,
5: um, we got to call this the, the Saggy Balls podcast. I think the Saggy ball it. podcast. <laughs> because he's mentioned well, that shit like... You
4: know, I was trying not <laughs> to laugh when you started laughing when I said the Saggy Ball thing. <laughs> yeah man this is the around table podcast source of knowledge romance just give our listeners there a quick breakdown as to where they can solicitate your services uh your social media <laughs> your social media drop downs and um how, do you get, how can they get in contact if somebody wanted to um teabag you or watch you strip how do they Dang. do that
5: then, <laughs> Drop your um, OnlyFans
4: um, too, so you know, no, I mean, OnlyFans. There might I, be some I listeners, some listeners and viewers that might want to. They might have yeah, a, man, like man, a, of a bachelorette party coming up. They might want to see you, or you might have like a group of like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, homosexuals want to contract. I don't know. Whatever the case <laughs> is, behavior <laughs> uh, breakdown there. because <laughs> Yo, you know, because <laughs> you know, people from all likes like having a stripper perform for them. Right. Right. Or is she, that right? It's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the sex it doesn't matter what the sexual preference is some people like to see male strippers some female so just give your your um your credentials there so that people can actually solicitate services from you and also check you out on social media
1: my instagram is i at i am romance1 and my only fans if you know if you're into that is at i am romance twitter at i am romance1 that's really all i use okay so so and you-
4: instagram only fans so on your Instagram, if somebody wanted to hire you for a party, or something, that's what's that. That's the best way to go, like through your social media to get your yeah. Contacts. My
1: social media, you can just show me a DM, you know.
4: Okay, okay, okay. No, no, gosh, I'll go. get. To, I'll no, get to
1: so to man, before H-C-C-O you leave,
5: to get you. before you leave, you gotta send a link to Nelson so he can set up his OnlyFans. For yeah. Fluffy Poppins, the,
4: the Fluffy Poppington. the
5: Fluffy pop <laughs> The Poppington. tutorial on
4: how to set up an army.
5: Yeah, the like, tutorial, so he could get all his, you know, all his female fluffies to
1: <laughs> check
5: out his, uh, his f- fluffing, uh, uh, poppy mm-hmm. fluffy. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> jiggle my belly all the way, all the way through all the day. Gonna have it's donuts good. and and baby back ribs and singing
4: <laughs> the Chili hey, so. would be... Yo, listen, Romance, I think that would be good for my set. I think that will be good for my set to come out with, like, with a thong on, right? And then with a big, like, rack of fucking ribs, dancing while barbecuing the ribs down and fucking eating that shit. Oh, hey,
1: it's
5: like you said, you
1: know,
4: every woman has their
1: preference. So, you know, you, you can make money off of it, too. Why not? Hey, oh, that's, maybe, that's I'll, maybe, I'll,
4: maybe I'll come out and I'll slap some pork chops in bitches' faces or something. I don't know. Something. Wow, bro. Throw a twinking at them. here. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> or cover myself up in whipped cream and shit like oh
5: eat me baby with a cherry on top you fucking cherry on top. <laughs> fluffy <laughs> poppington over
4: there yeah man so live from new york dinner at the round tail podcast like every monday at 7 30 p.m eastern um if you're catching us on youtube live there's a logo in the bottom right hand corner the logo like the yes. down to bar has in the background the one that i have in the background you can just press that little logo and you can subscribe to our channel. Yes. Oh, man, yes. thanks for coming on again, man. We appreciate your brother. Thank you, brother. my brother. We're yeah, going to have you back the on the team. show. For the next God, time we have you back on the show, we're going to have you on with a female stripper so you oh. guys can go back and forth about the differences. I'm
1: going to work on that. Yes, I'll work on getting somebody yeah.
4: to do that. Yeah. Well, it could be Perfect. a vieja. It could be an older chick. Doesn't matter. As long as she's been in the game, baby, we got her. Chris Ryder next right, to I got the you, <laughs> What <laughs> like the old yeah. saggy Rob Robin Bird no, looking no, no no no
5: oh no but God. you know a nice God. you know nice little it's nice so it <laughs> nice, right he little
3: little
5: little
4: he <laughs> he likes some, some caramel complexion well anyway you know that guys.
5: you know that that's that's an addiction
4: you already know my guy yeah. yeah. so we're gonna end it off with a. We're going to end it off with the Young Tribu song, uh, song again. Rest in peace, Young Tribu, man. We appreciate your talent. Uh, much of a great person you are. We, we're sorry we couldn't get you on the show. Um it kind of hurts me that we never got a chance to do that, but uh, we are going to play your song to end the show today, and uh, rest in peace, brother. Be out of here, man. Rest in peace. Peace. <laughs> 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 young
2: Tribu. Si, sí. ah. mina, lo mina, lo mina. Lo mina, mina. Si sí vengo de lo mina. Vengo de los de un lo minero. Ah. Siempre está parado en la esquina. Parao, parao. A él no le importa lo que nadie piense. No, no. no. no le importa lo que nadie opina. No. Te no. vira por lo del, no coge esa. Ah. Y por su dinero. Y asesina en la esquina, en ah. la esquina, en la esquina. la vaina se vende la esquina. Tengo lequina. que buscarme dinero. Dame. Porque yo vengo de lo mina. Sí. Estoy claro que tú eres un güero barato. Aunque a mí ya ah. me fascina. Yo me mantengo dándole sí, bueno, a la, la olla. Lo por lo por minero, eso no salgo de bueno, la cocina uno no es de mentira, uno es de verdad, eh, mi pana. Esto es por respeto a los mineros, John Tribu, H Fan, la gente de la H, dice. No son de nada, no. en lo minero nunca trae. Tra. Del material yo voy a comprar. Tra. En paz descanse, monkey black. Yo te metido como el servicio secreto y no te hablo de men in black. Ese palomo no está fuerte y si pa él me pongo me le cuenta blá. ¿Quiénes son ellos? Yo no lo conozco. Yo no hago coro con guare tampoco. Soy de los tiempos de prieto y está ojo. Por la nariz, pana yo no me toco. Es con la hierba que me pongo loco. Soy el mejor de todos, no me equivoco. No es de mentiras, somos de verdad. Tigueres como uno, ya queda muy poco. Poco. Lo mina, lo mina, lo mina, lo mina, lo mio, Si vengo de de, los mina. Vengo de los El mina. trabajo de los mineros ja. siempre está parado en la esquina. Parao, parao. A él no le importa lo que nadie piense, no, no le importa lo que nadie opina. No. Te no. vira por lo de él, no coge esa ja. y por su dinero y asesina. El lequina el lequina el equino, el esquina La vaina se vende en la esquina. Tengo que buscarme dinero, buscame. porque yo vengo de los minas. Sí. Estoy claro que esto era un cuero barato, aunque a mí ja. tu chapa me fascina. Yo me mantengo dándole a la olla, por eso no salgo a la cocina. ¡Ja, ja. 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 ja su payola, lo verdadero, lo minero Louis B. Flo, lo minero no. lo mina Dubai en la casa no, no bulto, mío, 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 el piña ja, ja. Vamos pa esto, ey. Uh, ya mangamos el break. break. Fumamos cuse con polvo hey. hey. Lo que tú fuma tiene prey, La cadena ya son fake. Break. llegale a los códigos los mineros. Mi pana never be afraid. Me sigue tentando el tres oh. Eso es day and every day. Sigo yo en esto entregado. Oh. Tengo oh. lo mío calculado. Oh. Después oh. que me busque la moña, oh. no guarda en el punto parado. Oh. Tu bolsillo al tope y si tú llega el bloque lo minas te bajo los piados. Oh. No estoy en sofoco y esto yo lo hago pa los no, que están encarcelados. Por eso les digo oh. yeah. los minas. Lomina, lomina, lo los lo lo Yo si sí vengo, lo vengo de los vengo de de un lominero ah. Siempre está parado en la esquina, parao, parao. A él no le importa lo que nadie piense, no, no le importa lo que nadie opina, no, te no. vira por lo del él, no coge esa ah. y por su dinero te asesina en ah. la esquina, sí. la esquina, la 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 vaina se vende en la esquina, tengo que buscarme dinero, buscame. porque yo vengo de los mina. Sí. estoy sí. claro que tú eres un güero barato, aunque a mí ah. tu chapa me fascina, yo me mantengo dándole a la olla, por eso no salgo a la cocina. Yeah.
4: Shout out to Young Thievel, man. Rest in peace, brother. We
3: love you, man. God rest your soul, brother. Peace out. The Nathan Ron Till podcast.